Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, happy Friday. It's Good Friday, April 7th, 2023. Dave Neal here, stand-up comic, host of Bachelor Nation News. We got a lot to discuss here. It's barrel scraping season, and this is Bachelor Rush Hour. Alrighty then, who wants to parade with me into the news today? We got a lot to talk about and a whole lot of nothing. I hope you got that bonus here on a Friday afternoon. Go to a taco shop, maybe a 7-Eleven, and grab yourself grab yourself one of those nice Diet Cokes you get right out of the soda fountain. That's the life, right? Bring that fat paycheck home to your lady or your man or your whoever, and get those brat kids stocked up on sugar for a nice night of Netflix. Oh, yeah, we're getting into it. I'm going to be actually going to the beach today. I'm recording this about an hour earlier than normal, late morning here in uh, Bachelor Nation's uh, you know, hit podcast Empire Studio in Southern California. It's a nice sunny day, so I'm going to be taking the dog. Uh, as you guys probably know, I don't know, I don't know for the new people out there if you've been following my poor basset hound. I have a 14-year-old basset hound, and we love our dog so much. And um, it was our goal this past fall when we got married to bring the dog to the wedding in Mexico and have him be the ring bearer and walk the walk the ring down the aisle and this and that. And it was just, it was a done deal. And then in the last six months, something just changed with the dog and he's aging and he can't walk that well. He's got what they call fecal incontinence, which means he's pooping, you know, sometimes in the middle of the night, kind of when he's sleeping. It's kind of a, it's a whole mess, but we love our dog nonetheless. And, you know, but what yesterday was a, yesterday was a pivotal moment where we kind of just realized that I think he's, um, his back legs have given up. We tried to walk him just a block down the road. There's a taco stand and we couldn't, we couldn't get him. I got him halfway there and I decided I had to pick him up and bring him home. He just wasn't going to make it. So we're looking at possible wheelchair options for the dog because it's really just his back legs. Everything else is healthy. Wanted to give you guys an update because, uh, you know, we're just trying to soak up every moment we have with our furry, uh, family member. And we're going to be taking him to a dog beach. We've got a wagon that we put him in. We bought this wagon last year because he was already getting slow. And we we're like, we can't even you know, walk him onto the beach. There's too many things going on. So we got one of those wagons with the fat wheels. We're going to throw him in there and we're going to wheel him down to the beach. And maybe the sand will be good for his legs. Maybe it'll give him a little more grip to walk a little bit. And he can kind of get those muscles to work out. But either way, we're not, um, we're not dumb. And we understand that when the days are not numbered, it's a reminder, as dogs usually give us unconditionally, to love. It's a reminder to love. And that's one of the reasons why dogs exist. In my book, it's to show us unconditional love, something that we as humans have a hard time achieving. And it's the guardian angels on four legs that help us do just that. All right. So uh, speaking of legs and feet, we have some interesting news. I got the full story on my YouTube channel, but I'm just going to give you the spark notes. Katie Thurston has joined OnlyFans as a foot model, apparently, for $15.99 a month. Her goal is to pay off her mom's mortgage, uh, which would be interesting. She's got a pretty big following, you know, a million plus followers across TikTok and Instagram. So it'll be interesting to see financially uh, if her feet can command that type of 
uh, membership. But either way, we got that full story. It's one of those YouTube exclusives where, you know, I'm playing music and we're bringing out toe knowledge and, you know, uh, doctors are telling us why the toe fetish even exists, which, you know, not to, not to kink shame, but I just don't get it. You know what I mean? Every, every, my fetish is people complimenting me. You know what my fetish is? If you subscribe and rate this podcast five stars, that's how I kind of get one off. All right. But there's some other things in the news. So I'm going to get to the different Bachelor stories. First of which, Lindsay Wyndham from this past season of Bachelor in Paradise goes on first date trip with new boyfriend Miles. Said, found a guy who doesn't have Instagram. That is either a good thing or a red flag, depending on what they're hiding. Uh, Bachelor Nation fans first met Lindsay on season 26 of The Bachelor. She's been keeping fans updated with her life on social media ever since. And of course, she posted a Vegas photo dump, hard launching that relationship. We will also be covering Teddy Wright later on in this video, hard launching her engagement. But Lindsay Windham wasn't just going to let Bachelor Nation post a story about her. She said, irrelevant enough to be last sand, but not irrelevant enough to steal my picks when it's a slow news day. Of course, last sand means going onto the beach in Bachelor in Paradise late, which is kind of in some part an ego you know, a hit to contestants, but it's like someone's got to come onto the beach last. Better last than ever. But either way, she's got a new boyfriend and they look good together. They're a good looking match. In non-Bachelor news, we have Caitlyn Jenner rips Nike over Mulvaney deal. Are you familiar with this? This is an outrage. Whenever, first of all, you guys know me, whenever anyone's trying to tell you something is an outrage, usually it means they're trying to sell you on some sort of fear. That's my belief, regardless of whatever the story is. If someone's trying to sell you on fear, chances are that's just the, you know, it's it's an easy uh, low-hanging fruit. Caitlyn Jenner is furious with Nike over its new endorsement deal with Dylan Mulvaney, saying the sneaker giant is going so woke by throwing money at the trans influencer, but not Olympic hero Allison Felix. Oh, so it's kind of like one of those whataboutisms, like, why are you supporting this person and not that person? Why are you getting this person out of prison and not that? There's always, there's, it's almost just never winding. So I guess I don't even know Dylan Mulvaney, uh, but it is a um, trans athlete that um, Nike women is now working with, which I'm sure they have a ton of people they're working with. But very interesting that Caitlyn Jenner is worried that uh, corporations are going so woke. You know, a lot of people that are against woke culture are also against um, government intervention. So it's like, if you have a problem with a business, first of all, you shouldn't. You should just let a business do whatever they want. Now, I think it's insulting that corporations are sort of like jumping on niche bandwagons. Like, you know, and, and you'll have a company like just to, like I'm going to use Adidas as an example. That's not a not a real example, but let's use Adidas. In the U.S., they might support... Um, uh, gay rights, LGBTQ. They might have a rainbow ball they sell, but they also might sell in the Middle East a ball that's not rainbow because they know in the Middle East they wouldn't be able to sell. You know what I mean? So corporations are psychopathic. I talk about it all the time. They're going to do whatever they can to sell whatever it is they're trying to sell. And um, Caitlyn Jenner says that's too woke for her. Of course, as a, she, you know, as a trans woman, you'd think that she might be uh, embracing the fact that um, you know, mainstream, um, you know, uh, athletic bland brands are promoting trans athletes. Uh, in other news, similar to this, we have Kid Rock. He's uh, so Kid Rock posted a video. I'll share. A, I'll share a tiny clip with it if I can find the clip here. Maybe I don't have it. He posted a video of him using a like a machine gun to shoot 
Uh, here's the video. I'm going to share it with you. He posted this video using a machine gun to shoot Bud Light cans. He just murdered a bunch of Bud Light cans because I think they're, they have like a rainbow partnership that they're doing with the LGBTQ community. So here's what Kid Rock has to say. Have a listen. He's upset. Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Okay, so then he winds the gun up and shoots from about 20 yards away a bunch of Bud Light cans. He told those Bud Light cans what's up. There he goes, folks. Just obliterates a couple 30 racks of Bud Light. And then, you know, because he's he's also on the, you know, uh, beer shouldn't be woke, <laughs> whatever. I mean, it just sounds like a, such a stupid uh, waste of uh, energy to even be discussing it. But this is what exists out there. Of course, Kid Rock sang about, like, growing up in the trailer park. But, uh, but then we find out Kid Rock is like middle class, you know, he's just like a middle class or now, now we have, of course, now, of course he's upper class. Um, but he's just like a middle class white dude. who's <laughs> like, life is tough in Detroit. It's like, okay, you know, Kid Rock, whatever your real name is, Clarence, you know, whatever. Uh, but of course, so after posting that, then people came up and found photos of Kid Rock drinking Bud Lights with a drag performer, I guess back in uh, maybe in the 90s or whatever. It just goes to show. It's like, you know, we're... Whenever you, whenever you get on your high horse and pick a pick a, an ideological side, you better really commit to it because you're going to get called out. And that's why I call that all grifting when it's like, oh, oh, we're all, we're going to cancel this or we're going to support that. It's like, oh, shut up and drink the beer. You know what I mean? Who cares? This is a victimless crime uh, of outrage that we have here. And uh, speaking of outrage, I am outrageously upset that there's no other Bachelor content to share with you. I mean, I've literally covered it all. I I've got two clips made for you guys, which I'm going to share next, but not much else going on in Bachelor Nation. We saw Reality Steve had posted that Charity's on a one-on-one date. I think she's in uh, the Big Easy. I think they're in New Orleans right now. Uh, but uh, of course, we haven't really been keeping up too much on reality, on, uh, excuse me, on Charity season because, you know, no one's invested yet in the different characters. No one's like, if I told you that Charity went on a one-on-one date with Joe, you'd be like, who's Joe? We don't know who Joe is. So, I'm not really covering the day-to-day of it all, but if we get any big spoilers, I'll let you know and I'll warn you beforehand and you can decide to listen or not listen. But that pretty much sums it up. Now, we've got a Love is Blind story I'm also going to get to. Uh, Tonight or today, Netflix is releasing its next three episodes of Love is Blind. I'll be watching those tonight and have a recap for you tomorrow on the YouTube channel. But let's get to our first clip of the day, which is actually a Love is Blind story. It's Zach from Love is Blind. He was accused, and I'm just I'm just now covering this story, so I'm a little late to the party, uh, but uh, in the last few months, he's been accused of plagiarizing because in the pods, you know, the, where they go to meet people, he sang a song, and people were quick to realize that the lyrics from that song, which he claimed to be an original, were actually uh, from a band. So Zach took to his Instagram to clarify and vindicate himself. Here's that story. Love is Blind Enthusiast, I have exclusive never-before-seen footage from the pods that will blow the lid off a recent scandal. And when we look at the scandal, this is it. Zach from Love is Blind, claiming this song as his own that he wrote for Irina makes his performance arguably worse. So I wrote you a song. The only thing that could make this more cringy is if he didn't write the song. Just wait. I was aching, breaking down 
The bluest guy, the blues. You got to give these, you know, you got to give these contestants credit because they're, you know, they're in these pods hours a day. You're hungry. They're sleep deprived. Like we just, you know what I mean? You got to look at it like you give the guy a little, give the guy a break here. So here's the song. So this obviously went viral here that uh, Zach was accused of stealing the lyrics of a song by Ludo and then uh, making that song, you know, like changing the lyrics around a little bit to fit Love is Blind. So that was the accusation. Um, and again, some more people have posted this. All right. So, uh, so, you know, hey, good on the Internet, I guess, for coming up with a gotcha moment. But uh, we know Zach, uh, like anybody, wouldn't want to stand for being mischaracterized. So where are the receipts? Zach, show us. Zach, here it is. Hey, guys. It's Zach from Love is Blind here. And there has been a scandal surrounding me. Zach Witowski, the plagiarist, the thief. The plagiarist. We all know Zach, the guy who painfully proposed with uh, lyrics that he stole <laughs> and claimed were his. Zach, I wrote you a song. I wrote you a song. I wrote you a song. Got your ass, Zach. They started from some well-intended fans of my uh, of one of my favorite bands, and uh, it's kind of snowballed. So here we have articles. Love is blind. Season four. Zach uh, Goitowski caught an embarrassing lie. You know, screen rant. The uh, Pulitzer-winning, uh, you know, journalism there. And then, uh, more, you know, more articles and this and that. So I'm new to this story, guys, because I just started covering Love is Blind this week. So I didn't know there was a plagiarism uh, issue here. I uh, have for you here exclusive, never-before-seen footage Breaking from uh, the pods in one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. But not because I plagiarized the song. Here's the footage. I wrote you a song. <laughs> it's not an original. It's a, it's a, oh, it's one of my, one of my favorite songs. All right, so I love this. First of all, the footage is amazing in that it's not, you know, cause I, I like Love is Blind, but they do that tracking thing where they actually are inserting foreground. They're putting like fake lights in the foreground. It's, it, it looks good. And I think they're trying to give off this, uh, this aura of um, voyeuristic uh, intrigue, you know? Oh, we're watching in on this. But here's the unedited version, just a single shot of him admitting it's not an original song. Uh, from one of my favorite bands, uh, but I have uh, <laughs> changed around the lyrics a little bit for you. Check out Ludo. There it is. Uh, they're a phenomenal band and they have really great music. It's one of my favorite bands. And there it is, folks. Don't mess with a defense attorney. Chances are they're going to get to the bottom of it and solve the issue. So very fun to see the parasocial relationship play out. It's just kind of a bummer that audiences don't realize that like they all came after Zach, not realizing that, hey, maybe the thing was edited. Maybe we'll give him a chance. Maybe he didn't claim to, you know, have written a song. You know, we're just so we're it, the, you know, reality TV and the way we're spoon fed edit we still don't understand how easily we are manipulated. And the thing I encourage others to do is practice a little bit more critical thinking skills. We could for sure use this. I've, I, I've always said this, that I feel like there should be a class on critical thinking. Not so that we're all crazy conspiracy theorists, but if someone tells you a quote or half a quote or whatever, if someone wants to make you feel a certain way or do something, and in this case, a reality TV has an edit, like just take a step back, be a little subjective. 
subjective. Understand that the truth isn't always what you're being told. And, you know, uh, you know, I've had this issue recently where people are coming at me in my DMs to like tell me I'm spreading misinformation about the election because in my eyes, I think we should have more candidates running for the primary election. And of course, that doesn't you know, in the in the general election, you usually have a Democrat versus a Republican, maybe a third party, right? But in the primary, it should be an open season for people to share ideas, not necessarily because they're going to win. Andrew Yang never stood a chance at winning the Democratic, um, you know, um, uh, you know, the nomination, but he was able to introduce new and fresh ideas that a bunch of these old ass politicians that are in office might not be thinking. So if I were to run for president and... Um, I would have no chance at winning. Uh, I'm, I'm too young. No, I'm 37. I, I think you have to be 35. So, But if I were, were to run and I had some crazy idea on how to get us out of wars and save money and lower the taxes and provide more and do all these things, if I had these crazy ideas and they went super viral, then it would force the other nominee, which would be Biden in this case, to maybe adopt some of those good ideas, those popular ideas that a lot of people want. So I was sharing that and I, and I had respectfully a U.S history professor tell me I'm wrong, that that's not how it works. And I just begged them and pleaded with them, please share me, cite your information, cite your sources. Teachers always tell you that, cite your sources. And I couldn't get her to send me one link. And all I was, I was pleading, I was thirsty for knowledge. Please help me, send me some information. And it wouldn't arrive. And um, anyway, it is my firm belief that um, our democracy and the unity we so desperately need in our country needs to come from being able to have discussions where we don't just yell at each other for, you know, shaming each other. No, if you don't have my same opinions, you know, it's it, the world's over. It's like, we are not going to get anywhere, folks. We're not all going to leave the country. We're just going to divide ourselves farther and farther. And no one wants to see that. And speaking of not dividing, we have unity. And by unity, I mean, we have a bachelor engagement. Let's check it out. Here's the video, full video on YouTube, but here's the clip of Teddy Wright announcing she's engaged. Very fascinating stuff. Bachelor in Paradise star Teddy Wright gets engaged. Let's watch the video. We'll read some comments and we'll discuss it. So here it is. It's got thousands of views. She says, so this is love. I am engaged and feel so blessed to get to spend forever with my best friend. I've been crying for days since it's happened and it still feels like a dream. Can we take a moment for how good my fiance OMG uh, did on the ring? I feel like the luckiest girl in the world. Now let's get me married. Here's the video. One day you're going to meet someone who appreciates you for who you are. I mean, there's 7 billion people on the planet. I know one of them is going to climb up on the moon. So there they are in Adele's song. And then here he is. Look at that nice 90 degree angle happening on the knees right here. No socks, white shirt untucked, nice, um, almost elastic ankle cuffed white pants, completely framed up perfectly hip to hip, two hands on the merchandise. And she says, yes, folks, there it is crying on a castle somewhere a brilliant diamond there i don't know i'm not a diamond expert i'm gonna call that a circle cut <laughs> i don't know yeah you know actually the emerald and the yeah, shut up there it is folks I'm guessing two carrots. I'm guessing that's a two carrot thing. So either way, there she is. And the comments from Bachelor Nation alumni are all positive. Serene says, so, so happy you found the kind of love you deserve. I'm sobbing. 
BMAC says, we love it. Michael A., congrats. So happy for you. Happiness looks good on you. Susie says, OMG, chills. So happy for you, Teddy. So deserving of love and all the happiness. Sending you so much love. And uh, this seems to be the new trend of not necessarily introducing your man until it's official. And I like this. I think we've, I think Bachelor Nation should be doing this. It's like, oh, you want the publicity to date me? You better put a ring on the finger. Oh, you want me to tag you in a photo? You better put the ring on the finger. Uh, I'm a single lady. Okay. All right. Sierra Jackson, OMG, yes. Uh, Brittany Galvin, so beautiful. Everyone, Kate Galvin uh, says, congrats, my angel. Of course, Kate um, is a sister in Christ to Teddy, uh, wondering, hey, does he have an Equinox membership? Lindsay Windham, OMG, Teddy, yes. And everyone, yes, yes, yes. So there it is, folks. Now, let's go back and review Teddy, because that's what we do. She had a pretty interesting falling out with the show after this past season of Bachelor in Paradise, one of which uh, that involves you know, some conspiracies. We're not going to dive too deep into it because it's Teddy's special day. But explaining the Teddy mystery, she posted this after self-eliminating on Bachelor in Paradise. She says, something I'm proud of learning, learning, leaving environments that are cruel to me and the people around me, sticking to my boundaries no matter how many times people in authority try to cross them. I got to tell you what, I respect the hell out of Teddy for exiting the show when she didn't want to play by their game. And here's what our friends had to say about why Teddy left Bachelor in Paradise. No matter how many times people in authority try to cross them. All right, what are the boundaries that Teddy set? We'll get into that right now. Here's what Morgan Pop Talks and Zachary Reality had to say on TikTok and Instagram. Did you know? Know that Teddy was just going to up and leave? Yeah, so what I was told months ago is that Teddy basically left because the producers told her she was only allowed to be into Andrew. They really wanted her and Andrew and Brandon and Serene as the top two couples, and the second that she showed any type of interest in someone else, they were like, nope, you're not allowed to go on a date with Rodney, you have to be with Andrew. Um, and they just apparently treated her pretty horribly, so that's kind of why she leave. She left without saying goodbye. Oh, okay. It's kind of like, and you hate to see this, but if the producers are super mean to you and then you cry, they can just film you crying. It's almost like how a lot of times with celebrities, paparazzi will say horrific things to get a celebrity to yell at them because then they get the footage of an angry celebrity. It's just a real, real sad what goes on out there i mean so what if teddy wanted to date well, let's just say michael i know he was with danielle but let's say teddy wanted to date michael what what's this like love infatuation that they had with her making it work with andrew okay yeah because that was my question like oh like why is teddy giving up so early so and on a side note credit where it's due to morgan's her eyebrow game on point on a good friday <laughs> what's wrong with me uh, this was wait on a good friday today's good friday how, how old is this so I called this Good Friday five months ago, not even realizing I'd be sharing it on a Good Friday. Oh boy out there, what's going on? Good Friday indeed. Let me know how your day is going. So not much to this story other than to say congratulations, Teddy Wright. Um, pretty sure she doesn't tag her man in here, which is also a good look, but she tags the maker of the ring. Uh, fine jewelry and engagement rings from the great-great-grandson of Louis Cartier. Natural or lab diamonds, the choice is yours. Legacy, liberated. It's like, oh, can it? It's a piece of rock you wear on your finger so guys won't hit on you at a bar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, alrighty. Uh, but there it is. Okay. Um, 
Very interesting. So I've got some other fun content coming to you. My next video is going to be Katie Thurston uh, creating an OnlyFans account. We're going to get into that story next. So make sure you're subscribed to be able to watch that. Um, but we're going to go uh, actually jump over to Pilot Rachel and her Q&A. I've also got brand new up on the Patreon, my 31 minute long set from the show I did last month. It took me a while. To, it took me a real long time to upload this. It was a very large file. Here's a clip for you guys on um, if I got the first impression rose. Oh boy. <laughs> These are jokes I wrote just for this show. I've never said them before and I'll probably never say them again. All right, all right. We all know the bachelor right here, but um, and if, for those that don't, it's when 30 guys compete for one lady's attention. I called it college. And um, <laughs> here's the thing. Like I've said this before, I could never be on the bachelorette. It would, it would really annoy my wife. I feel like... <laughs> When you get home, you know what I mean? <laughs> Honey, we played new dodgeball today. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Honey, I got the first impression rose. I don't see it. I don't really. She's like, are you sure you're not on Love is Blind? What is this? <laughs> Hey, I added some Curb Your Enthusiasm music. Curb Your Enthusiasm music makes everything funnier. Alrighty then, a little joke to end the episode today. If you want to check out my full 31-minute stand-up set from last month's sold-out show at Mike Drop Comedy in San Diego, I've posted the full video on the Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal. There's a link in the comment in the link in the description below, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash D-A-V-E-N-E-A-L. And you can go there to support the channel, put some bread in the tip jar, and all that jazz. Well, I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend and And that's going to do it for us over here. We'll have more content come to you starting on Monday and every day next week as we're doing this daily thing. Thank you so much in advance for everyone who's liked, followed, subscribed, rated, reviewed. Every little thing you can do to help sharing the podcast with your friends. A lot of people have been taking photos if they're listening in the car, photos of the dashboard, uh, screen grabs of where you're listening, and just post it on Instagram. Tag me. I'll reshare it. I appreciate all of the ground support that you've given me, and I'm going to keep on giving it back to you. All right. Well, that's it for me. I'm Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. (laughs) 